Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Muddy Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. And uh, my co-host, Jason, won't be with us today. He's at a, at a fishing trip. Jason, if you listen to this, um, hope you have a good time. Enjoy yourself and uh, be safe out there. Um, so this week, um, I'm definitely, I'm happy to announce we have SRA survivor, educator, child abuse advocate, visionary, and entrepreneur. And uh, she's also making a song, which is going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, Andy Bond, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much. It's um, it's an honor to be here. We appreciate and, uh, you. Sorry, I don't have the amazing uh, talent of introduction as oh. as Emma. <laughs> And uh, we want to thank Emma for actually introducing us. And uh, her show has been amazing at the Imagination Podcast. And uh, every time I get on her show, she has like this awesome introduction. Yeah. <laughs> Emma's the best. She's incredible at that. Yes. Wow. So I'd like you to get into your story. My, my I know that my audience know. Um, also, uh, I want to shout out that song that you're going to make. That's going to be amazing. And I uh, can't wait to hear that. And um and hopefully that everything comes together perfect. We'll, we'll pray over that before we before we get off. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. No problem. So yeah, if you want to get into your story, that'd be awesome. Your testimony and um, you know, and what you you know what you've been through and how God has helped you out through this and and everything. Okay. Yeah. Um. Where I guess I'll just start at the in my childhood is i guess yeah um and free to ask me any questions you know along the way um feel free to interrupt me at any time um yeah i i can just kind of start with my childhood um and the way that i was targeted for sra and mk ultra and you know military programs and things like that um was through elementary school. So I grew up in um, Vail, Colorado, near Vail, Colorado. Um, and I, uh, there, there were, it's, it's an area of the country where a lot of um, elite people, you know, have second homes um, and there's a lot of wealth concentrated up around the ski areas there and that's that's the area of the country that I was born in um but the the way that I was targeted was through elementary through the school program essentially um was my where my main um abuse and things happened or that's where I was um handled and targeted and um that it all came essentially my understanding is that uh the way that kids like me are one way that we're found is through standardized testing mm. in schools okay. um i was put in the gifted and talented programs early on um and then my main kind of handler i guess you could say was my elementary school music teacher um and he uh, ended up moving actually next door to me and, uh, you know, would drive me to school and things like that. And so I was targeted, you know, essentially, number one, I discovered that the, the blood type 
uh, is actually can be very important in the in the finder and some of the program. Um, certain blood types, my understanding is have different spiritual abilities or natural spiritual abilities, natural gifts that are sought out for sought out um, for the programs. Um, and then another reason is that I'm part Cherokee. Uh, my grandmother was also, she was a survivor of trafficking and I suspect also MK Ultra. Mm. Um, although I wasn't able to verified that part of it with her before she passed. But I do know that she was trafficked and um, targeted uh, and used for experiments throughout her life. Um, she was a model and um, and the Cherokee blood, my understanding is native. Well, I, I can just speak to the Cherokee part, yeah. but I suspect indigenous, you know, other indigenous um, bloodlines or blood types or cultures are also sought after mainly for the the natural spiritual gifts it seems like so um, do you think that i don't mean to interrupt uh, do you think that they do that testing uh, i know they try to do that like just like oh let's see where all the kids are at do you think that testing like you said is also for that it's to tar it's to find out those gifted kids so they could uh target them like that you yes. fly in here. <laughs> this happened last episode. Get out of here, fly. <laughs> It'll land on my camera and block it. But okay, that's that's a uh, very interesting. I was honestly this the 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 crazy thing is I was thinking about this uh a few weeks back to to be like why why would they do this testing you know and uh, that makes sense. I, I my old real estate boss was also like that. He was he was gifted and he'd be able to like look at a page and just read it without having to like actually like sit there and read like we do. He would just look at it like and then he'd hand me the page. And then, like he'd gather the information and said, "So that makes sense." All right, thank you. I just wanted to clear that part out, but I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. And it is that is one one aspect that I really did want to um, help people understand is that there there is a very nefarious um, reason. One of the reasons that the standardized testing is used so much in schools. And one of the reasons is they are specifically looking for children that can be utilized in various programs or for various purposes in the system. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of that that goes on um, in the public schools. It starts out in, you know, kindergarten, elementary school, but all the way up through yeah. school you know, colleges, I know that the military uses these types of testing as well for aptitude and abilities and, and placements are directed, um, you know, within, within all different areas of society. Um, mm -hmm. And it was uh, there, one of the ways that I do know, um, or it was confirmed to me by a survivor or a bloodline survivor that started to blow the whistle. And his name is Nathan Reynolds, okay. um, born into a bloodline family. And I, he was incredible. He, uh, he came across my path uh, a few years ago, I think it was 2019 or 2020. And I had the opportunity to speak with him. And I had a lot of questions and I was asking him some of those things and I asked him specifically and he said, yes, absolutely. The mm -hmm. testing is a very, very big part of what they call their, their binder programs or feeder programs. 
items wow. for various parts of, of um, you know, of the the system, basically. Yeah. Very interesting. That makes sense. So you, you and then uh, Colorado Vail, Colorado is that is that close to like the ski resorts? Uh, is that is that is that why it's like a vacation? It's like basically their second home and their vacation home, right? Okay, I can I can understand the layout of the place. Then okay, well thank you. You can keep on going. Um, I will. So it it's um, this is as far as my understanding goes. Um, you know. Um, but I do have memories early, even, um, it was, it was probably around five or six years old, but it is possible that there were earlier, earlier, um, abuses that happened. Uh, and one other thing that I did want to blow the whistle on is that, um, some of the abuse took place at mansions next to high-end ski resorts, uh, Beaver Creek in my case specifically. Um, and I also do know of other rituals that take place in mansions that have tunnels built into them and things like underneath the mansions uh, oh, in Aspen, geez. Colorado. So Beaver Creek, Colorado is definitely a place where rituals do happen in, in some of the mansions up there. There are a lot of, um, like you said, um, wealthy, 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 wealthy people um, that are bloodline and um, very high up in, in, you know, in the global system, we'll say, mm -hmm. have second and third homes in Vail, Beaver Creek, Colorado, and Aspen, Colorado. Yeah. Um, the other thing that is significant in my case is the elementary school that I went to is in Eagle, Colorado. It's called Eagle, Colorado. And right there is a small airport, <clears throat> but it's a high altitude military training. Um, they do a lot of high altitude military training there for the 10th Mountain Division. Mm. Um, and so there were in the in the town that I grew up in, uh, a huge presence of Masons uh, at that point, you know, and still to this day, I don't think people even really think anything of it, but um, there were a lot of, uh, you know, the Masons uh, ran the elementary school or the entire elementary school had the symbols like right outside out in the open, the bank, um, still to this day, all of those, and the Shriners were, you know, very involved as well. And the other thing that was highly um, active in that area is a group called the Order of the Eastern Star. Yeah, which so, is the female the female version for Freemasonry. Yeah, it's yeah. So um, they're the group that you know. There's there are groups that operate there, and then people that that fly in as well. Um, and I will say that. There, in, in my case, I know for sure, you know, the elementary school um, and his wife, they were both involved. His wife was an administrator. There was a local dentist involved, a local doctor involved. There were high level um, presidents, things like that, that would attend yeah. um, the rituals. There, you know, there's a president that had his main. Um, residents in beaver creek most of the year so 
a, it is definitely, um, I would say, an overlooked hotspot where yeah. some of these things happen. Um, and speaking to some other survivors, I am very suspicious of some of the ski areas. Um, I don't know what exactly is going on there, but, you know, Vale and Beaver Creek, they, they are right along I-70. Uh, and I do believe that I-70 is a, is a huge trafficking corridor, I-70 and then I-25 um, connect in Denver, Colorado. Uh, the other thing that is in Colorado is NORAD, um, mm. you know, the, the military, big military base. base. Yeah. Mm. And so for me, the way that, uh, that I was abused and used for rituals and used for programming, um, like I said, was mainly through, or I was found and sort of handled mainly through the school system with, with the elementary school teacher. Um, but, and there was a group of us, there was a group of gifted kids. Um, one of the other kids that I remember being involved in the rituals passed away. He died when he was 19. Oh. Um, but, uh, you know, we were, t we would be, first of all, there were, there were rooms underneath, um, or in the basement level of the elementary school and the elementary school itself is built on a hill. Uh, and there's a fire department built into one side of the hill. And so um, I do know that there were things that went on underneath the school. I, um, I suspect that there is something connecting that fire department to where people could easily get in and get out. Mm. Um, but it also, things also took place in, uh, in the town as well as um, we would be taken to uh, government properties, basically for field trips uh, and, and things like that happened. And so for me, the uh, uh, mainly things happened, um, the, the programming that the, even the rituals, um, a lot of it was done literally during the day. Um, during the school day or, you know, right after school. the And so uh, when I finally kind of started to piece all of the picture together, it was really shocking to me how this could happen because I grew up in such a small town, you know, mm -hmm. that I thought was just, you know, this, this sort of small little picturesque town. How could these types of programs, um, this, 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 massive evil be taking place in a small town you know and but the thing that was some of the dots that i finally started to connect were is the fact that public schools are literally an extension of the government you know the public school system that was literally created by the rockefeller foundation and so one thing that i continue to see happening um and i do believe people are waking up more to it but um, these types of things happen even in tiny little small towns. It's not just all in big cities and they're happen and it's happening right underneath people's noses. And so, um, I, I just want to give a warning, I would say, 
um, or or uh, just explain that this really does happen in plain sight. Um, and you, just to please keep your eye open to, to be aware that um, a lot of these predators are very, 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 very talented um, at what they do. And they know exactly how to hide in plain sight and they know exactly how to have access to children. Um, that's what they, that's what they try to do. Like most of the predators, they, they try to get a job like that, you know, where, where you're in a trusted position when you're around kids. Uh, so you kind of see that a lot, you know, like uh, that's why you would see the priest or you're seeing the, uh, the pastors or you're seeing, you know, the summer camp, you know, director, or you're seeing the, uh, like you said, you know, the music teacher, some type of teacher. I mean, that's, that's a position that, you, you know, you're, you're so trusted by the kids that, you know, and, and also by your, by the parents, you know, and a lot of people trust the, 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 the teachers, obviously. How about your parents? Were, were they coming to your parents? Like, ah, oh, this thing is, <laughs> there's a fly right here. Just keeps landing from my camera. Sorry. Uh, were you, were they coming to your parents? Like, you know, your daughter's gifted. We would like to, you know, take it to the, to this military base. We're trying to, you know, get her to excel in this certain area. Were they also doing that with your parents? Um, it wasn't, um, it was more, you know, the parents, my parents, the only sign off I would think is that, you know, they, I was always put in the gifted programs. Okay. Okay. But even that, uh, uh, even, even with that, you know, in our, our culture and things like that, if your child is in a gifted program, it's like, oh, you're proud, you know? Yeah, of course. Not, it's not something that usually waves waves red flags and so um i don't think they even gave it a second thought at all um you know so whatever whatever class trips or whatever they would take take us on you know um i don't even think that they i don't know that didn't they didn't even bat an eye probably they're like oh you know right. they're yeah. just proud of you and happy that they had that you were gifted like that wow yeah, and I did find that continue on, you know, um, in the gifted and talented programs in in high school as well, and then at the University of Colorado, <clears throat> abuse and experimentation also occurred there at the University of Colorado. Um, but again, uh, a lot of the gifted and talented kids are really looked as well because. Um, they appear to be, you know, functioning at such a high capacity that there doesn't seem to be anything that, that anyone sh should need to worry about. Um, but in my experience, you know, and also just talking with multiple, multiple other survivors, it's, it's really shocking how many were in the gifted and talented programs um, in school. And, um, yeah, for for the kids that weren't, you know, born into a bloodline family. In my case, when I went back and I did the research, um, I did discover uh, like some other things that made me a target. You know, um, my well, my grandfather was in the Navy. Uh, I believe he was military intelligence. Mm. <clears throat> And then, you know, my grandmother on that side, um, 
was a model and she's part Cherokee and um, she was targeted and trafficked. And then the, the abuse and things continued on through the, you know, through the mental health uh, system. When she was older, she would be taken into these uh, places where they did the um, electroshock and things like that. Oh, wow. Um, and unfortunately and stuff like that they're like like basically they're yeah I, I i remember i didn't research it but I, I know what you're talking about though and um you know a lot of that i i believe also has ties to mk ultra really um you know <laughs> it's pretty horrendous when you start and then you know i've also dug more and more and more into some of the indigenous women there's a lot of still to this day uh Cherokee women and children uh, and men as well um, disappearing. Yeah. There, it's I've a, seen in Canada, there was like 250 that they, they found uh, grave sites of, of uh, indigenous uh, like foster uh, Indian kids. Yeah. They, um, that's probably, I can understand why they would target that, you know, and that's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. And I thank you for your bravery coming out to talk about this. So, um, so, so the your parents were are the, were they ever uh, Freemasons or anything like that or your grandpa or anything like that? No, my on my mom was raised Catholic. That's the side that I was talking about with my grandfather in the Navy. Um, okay. I'm trying to figure out if where my grandfather on that side fits in because he was a good man. Um, I don't believe he was a mason um i really don't mm -hmm. however i do know that i i i i know for sure my aunt um well my mom and all of her brothers and sisters went to catholic high school and i know okay. for sure one at least one of them was also um abused as a child and involved in i suspect rituals but she hasn't told me the whole story she just told me that really bad things happened and that she mm. was in fact you know molested as a child um uh, and that was <clears throat> through the the catholic schools in yeah. saint missouri um and and so again i don't know if the targeting you know if if it it's just because of the the dna or the blood you know specific spiritual gifts in my family or if i had or if you know somewhere down the line um, when i did go back and do the ancestry and things like that on that side of uh the family my grandmother uh one of her sides it does trace back to charlemagne it traces back to her blood trace her her family traces back to um the the it's called roslyn castle in uh -huh. Scotland. Wow. Um, there are seven generations born in that then in that castle or chapel it's a castle uh, um so you know i i don't that's another reason that maybe i i was targeted on my dad's side i do believe my grandfather was a mason hmm. i do believe um lutheran my grandmother was you know amazing christian woman my grand my dad um he never talked about it, but he split from his dad pr 
pretty young. Like they had a falling out and he would never talk about it, but he grew up in Minnesota and came, went out to Colorado to raise us. So he got very, very far away. Um, I don't, my, my dad never talked about but I'm starting to wonder if um, that was, if, you know, his dad was, I don't know, but I, I suspect that my grandfather on my dad's side was a Mason. Um, so those are kind of the pieces that I've put together as to how, how my family, you know, fits into this or how I was even pulled into any of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, I do know that DNA and blood types and bloodlines and all of that does play, does play a part. Um, and, uh, and for me, it really was the gifted and talented programs. I mean, really, that was, that was, that was where I was um, targeted, sectioned off all throughout school, you know, um, and even as I said, the, it carried on into uh, college in the University of Colorado as well. When did you start having the memories come back to you? Um, I, it's hard. It's kind of interesting to explain because yeah. all throughout my life, I've had flashes of memories, you know, and I had things that um, I sort of wrote off as like, um, as either nightmares or um, just an imagination of something. Um, but now, after looking back, I see that there were, they were flashes of actual memories that I had just sort of written off and been like, oh, that was weird, you know? Um, but when everything really started to really came through was I was, it was 2017. Um, 2017, 2018, I was 37 or 38 years old. Um, and <clears throat> that's when they really started mm. to, to, to break through for me. Um, I was actually in LA at the time and I was receiving treatment for PTSD. Um, and yeah, it, it, it I, I was, really, really graced and blessed to have incredible uh, therapists, really incredible therapists. Um, the sad part as well of the whole picture is that a lot of the mental health um, facilities, practices like that, they really, um, I mean, the ones uh, I saw some things in in Los Angeles that were just flat out corrupt beyond measure, um, and unfortunately, I see a lot of a I you know there's a there's a lot of abuses that happen in in um, treatment of mental mental health as well as addiction treatment and things like that, but um, there I was under the wing of God is the only thing that I can explain. I had some incredible, incredible therapists. Um, two women actually in LA, they were both black Christian women. And I, the, just, these women just really took me under their wing and, and walked me through some of the most difficult 
time in my life when I was starting to understand how this all happened. Um, yeah. Well, praise God for them. You know, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome that God, uh, led you to them and they were able to help you. And, um, so what, what was the military's involvement? Were they, um, you, you, were they, were they part of the MK ultra uh, aspect of it? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, um, I was used in military programs as a child, um, for some of the special projects, um, government projects around children, you know, um, and the SRA actually really crosses over with the MK Ultra and with the military, um, unfortunately, you know, but uh, the and when I put those pieces together, um, it was the real is it's um, the only connection. I mean, what I could figure out is that there's that heavy 10th Mountain Divi Division military presence up in the mountains. Yeah. Um, and so there, you know, they have facilities, you know, in that are that the military uses in airports that the public uses as well. And, you know, um, and there's also government land and things like that, um, that some of these experimentations, some of the experiments take place, but also, you know, we were taken uh, to some of these um, facilities in Colorado as well. Um, one of those really strange one is they took us to a tunnel um, along I-70 and, you know, we went into the in, inner part of the tunnel uh, and they would take us as children there. And so I don't know if um, there are some other possible military installations along. Um, so I don't, it's, I don't understand exactly um, how, how. Um, uh, it could be deep underground military bases. I mean, there could be tunnels that lead into, I mean, there's a lot of that especially in Colorado, like the, the Colorado airport kind of comes to mind, like Denver, Colorado airport. There's, I mean, there's, they don't allow you, I think, to uh, look at the murals like they used to, but yeah, like so much stuff in, in Denver, Colorado, uh, as far as a, a cult. Um, and there is underground. Uh, there's like, I think miles of underground underneath that airport. So uh, there's, that's what comes to mind is maybe something like that. Maybe they brought you into, you know, like a cave and then, you go down an elevator and you're, and you're in a, a dumb, yeah. which is a deep underground military base. Yes. I do suspect that there are entrances like that all throughout the mountains. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Around some of the ski areas. Um, Telluride is one Aspen uh, Beaver Creek. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how it all fits in, but I do know that, that there, that, um, there's a lot of important people that really have a, a lot of stake in the land and things right around those ski areas. So I don't know exactly how it all fits into the, to the puzzle, but there is something important about the ski areas. Um, and perhaps they are an access point. Um, I, it is very interesting too, that the houses that we were taken to, um, 
these mansions and some of the, you know, they, the ones that I remember being in, they all had elevators in them and they all had a pool in them as well. So those two things, it, it's just interesting, like, why is there an elevator? I mean, it's not like they're, you know, 10 story homes. These are yeah. three, three story homes, even though they're big homes, but why is there an elevator? Um, the, it just always very interesting. Some of these houses that um, they were very sought after too, you know, um, but elevators yeah. probably to take you to the floor that they don't want people to take stairs to, you know? Yep, absolutely. Uh, and then, you know, for the other thing that happened was there were rituals that happened right at the ski area there, you know, there were, um, right. There are rooms behind the rooms for the public. Mm -hmm. And so my experience of that makes me, when I start to just put the pieces together of my little piece of the puzzle of the larger story, um, the, the system, the system of abuse uh, is so vast and it's so sophisticated and it is so built in to our society in ways that we literally don't even think twice. We just do not even think twice. We don't, we've been taught to look for people um, in the wrong places, you know, look for the predators in the wrong places. We've been taught to overlook obvious signs. Um, but when I, when you start to put together the, the totality of this picture and this system, the brotherhood system, um, it has its tentacles in every thing, in every town everywhere hmm. um, and the biggest hurdle that I've seen as far as bringing this to the public so that we can stop it um, is some of those things um, learn it's almost like a re or an unlearning and then a relearning of how society actually functions versus what we were taught and the way that we were taught that it functions. Um, because when you start to see the patterns, there are patterns to this in every single town. For example, um, Jesse Saboter, who I know you've had on your program before, but she's done some amazing, amazing work um, in explaining to people that the towns are literally built around these, you know, ritual grounds and things like that, that, that they were inlaid into the foundation of the town. And when you learn how to look for these places, um, I'm not going to say exactly uh, what to look for because she does an amazing yeah, job. But our last episode, she, she went over that. Yeah. So if you guys want to check that out a little bit, she barely touched on it, but it's exactly what you're saying. You walk into a town and you're able to see who runs what, uh, who is in charge and who, uh, you know, what secret society is doing what, and, uh, those, those people that are involved know, but we come into a town and we're just like, Oh, look at, yeah. look at that, uh, boy scout group right. when it's really not like that. Yeah. It's definitely hidden. And, 
like the, the 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 buildings, the symbols on the buildings, the way that the buildings were built, um, you know, the, it's all hidden right in plain sight. And once we start to see uh, the markers of it, we can, well, one thing, you know, we can actually start to call it out and at least notice in our area, in your own area, in your own town, you know, there, these, these, um, these perpetrators and pedophiles, they are literally hiding in plain sight in every aspect um, of society. And so it's just, when we can start to see it, then we can start to say no. Uh, but right now, people are just so indoctrinated, just put your kids in school, like, do you know, they, that trust the teachers to, just to not question anything and to not ever rock the boat. Um, but I sincerely, sincerely pray that the more people that open their eyes to this, the, the, the harder and harder it is going to be for these predators to hide. And my prayer earnestly is that every single pedophile be identified, unmasked, every single one in our society, every single one. So, um, because I, I just, um, I hope for a day when I can earnestly look around the society where I live and, and not know that children are in danger, you know, but right now I know that children are in danger. And a lot of it is because people uh, don't know what to look for and yeah. afraid to ask questions. They're afraid to rock the boat. And a lot of people have their head in the sand just because it's so overwhelmingly scary. Um, so if they don't look at it, they think it'll go away. But unfortunately, it's already here and it's been here for a very, very long time. And if you don't open your eyes, it will continue. That's why they're, they're so good at hiding it because they've done it for so long. And and like I said, that the the, uh, the government is on their side, right? So basically, they they make it normal for us to send our kids to school and, and indoctrinate our kids and teach them science and teach them all these different things. Uh, false things that are just theories and make our kids uh by the time they get to, to college not not even be interested in the bible or god or or anything you know anything supernatural and um also the churches i think are, are not doing a great job of uh, of explaining uh ephesians six twelve. you know where it's uh we wrestle not against flesh and blood but principalities of evil spiritual wickedness you know I mean, I'm not saying the, the the churches don't do a good job, but I I don't think that they they're opening that up enough for people to see all this, uh, you know, like uh, Freemasonry, Shiners, um, Knights of uh, Pythias, and all these different uh, organizations that are that on a blue le you know blue lodge level, all they do is they they do you know charity events, so they they work for the sheriff's department. And they make themselves look like they're just a charity uh, organization and, and that they get together and, um, you know, just provide turkeys for the poor and all this stuff that they that, that they hide or hide behind. But um, 
once they get above that blue level and they find out, you know, that, that Satan is at the top of their organization and Lucifer and fallen angels and, and demons and all this stuff, then, then they, you know, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's talked about enough, you know, and that's why people have this, uh, trusting attitude of all these, uh, but it's kind of tough because they're all interwoven into society as like doctors, judges, lawyers, stuff, right? So, and all, all positions that people trust. So it's it's very, it's very hard. That's why I think it's good to have the Christianity and and um and you know what they say conspiracy. I would say like truth are mixed together so that uh you know pastors are, are aware of this stuff as well because they just turn a blind eye to it and they they also have these organizations assist them with, uh, with their stuff, you know, I, I see it, you know, like, um, it's very hard for me. Like when I, when I see uh, my church or other churches, uh, connect together with these, these companies and throw events like a blood drive or, which is also crazy that they're looking for the bloodline for the blood drive. Right. Uh, I, I could see it, but other people, they, they have no idea. They don't see it, but obviously you, once you see it, you, you can never unsee it. So you probably, Let's say if your local church that you go to, if you see the blood drive and they have the Shriners, Freemasonry, and then Calvary Chapel together, you're just like, wow, like what's going on? Like, hopefully, you know, the pastor or the director of that church is not involved with these people. Hopefully they, they don't know, you know, that's even worse. Right. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's the scary thing, too, is how much of the. Uh, how much infiltration there is into churches, all the denominations, yep. you know, yeah. every denomination is, um, and yeah. And unfortunately too, in the survivor community, there are very few uh, churches or I, let's just say I've found, I've found a common thread that it's difficult to find a, a church that really is not infiltrated um, yeah. on the leadership level. It, it, it is, it is at this point in history, unfortunately um, it's in everything. Um, and so that I really do believe is also part of the hard thing is that people need to wake up to the fact that these people literally might be sitting next to you in church. Yeah. A lot do have a cover life that's Christian and a lot of them are pastors, you know? Yeah. It's mm. crazy. I, I, last summer I, I was, I was staying, I was helping with this. I was helping a woman. I was um, working on helping her on her land. She has a horse rescue and her in the middle of Tennessee, um, and her daughter, also a survivor of SRA, for her, it happened through, uh, she, her, she was victimized by the pastor and the majority of the, of her abuse took, took, um, place at the Christian summer camp Ugh. while the mother even was there helping with the summer camp. Oh my gosh. Um, and I'll just say that's that's a very common story that I've heard. And so, um, yeah, it's a little bit tricky. And, and unfortunately, too, I mean, a lot of it's um, it's a little tricky um, 
because unfortunately some pastors are involved you know and so it's that's the that is that i think is such an it's just it's awful because um so many of the people that victims and survivors turn to for help um and i don't really know how that ends except for like i said people start to wake up and not be afraid you know speak up if you see something um start to learn start to learn what they do you know how they act and then you i promise you'll start to see it you will start to see it and it's it's hard to open your eyes to it but i mean would you rather rock the boat or you gotta rock the boat for sure um local community i don't you know i just don't really know people people are afraid to say anything but i just pray that their eyes are that people's eyes are open because um yeah yeah there's what is there eight hundred thousand kids that that go missing in the united states every year isn't it something like that that is a number that i've heard multiple times and i wouldn't be surprised that the number is actually way higher yeah and and so some of that obviously is probably like the 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 step or the parent trying to take this so yeah i mean if you i think the number's higher too you know but i mean that's in inc- that's crazy eight hundred thousand kids and people don't even realize that you know so um ah yeah it's it's um like you said it's it's uh it's hard because there's there's leadership in churches and judges and police department fire department they're all on each other's side you know especially with with the brotherhood, you know, the Freemason brotherhood or Shriners or whoever, whatever they're involved in. Um, it almost seems like they, they put that, uh, you know, brotherhood first before the brotherhood of the military or brotherhood of the, uh, of the fire department or police department, you know, because it's like they're sworn to secrecy in that and whatever's happening is happening. And um, I just oh, yeah. think that brotherhood. Oh, I, it, it, um, it supersedes every oath. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Like that. And that is part of the dangerous part of it. Um, However, however, I will tell you that when you uh, align with Jesus, it's no contest. For as horrendous as these people are, as scary as these people are, as as evil as this whole thing is, I will tell you the name of Jesus. When you are actually in spiritual battle, sends those demons running. Of course, yeah. I mean, you see it in the New Testament. You know, when, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to there's, talk over you. Sorry, go ahead. It's it's. I'm sorry. It's. We're having like there's like a, a slight delay, so I don't want to interrupt you. So when you're talking, so yeah, like in the old testament, I mean in the new testament, you see like when when he walks in the room, the demons already know, you know, they know who he is already. So yeah, so um, yeah, that's amazing. That's that's the part that that gets really interesting that people don't understand. Sometimes we have to understand when we're in danger or in a position, we need to pray like right away. Uh, sometimes we're trying to handle the physical aspect of it. We're not understanding that we need that's a spiritual battle. And uh, that, you know, going to God right away for whatever problem or issue you have or going to scripture right away, as you see in the Bible, when Jesus is tempted by the, by Satan himself, which is supposed to be the all powerful in their eyes, uh, 
he just goes to scripture to fight the battle, which is going to be our sword. Right. And then uh, his faith. I mean, you got to understand when Jesus is on the earth, his faith, his, his, his spiritual uh, um, uh, shield was probably, it's was massive, you know, so he can, he can, he can dodge the, the, the devil's um, uh, a lot easier than us, you know, cause we're, we're trying to build faith, but obviously his faith is, you know, it's God in the flesh. So, uh, but yeah, he uses scripture and the, and the devil flees, right? It even says that if you, if you, if you resist the devil, he will flee uh in james four seven so yeah it's uh it's just we don't understand it on that level that's that's what needs to be taught more is the spiritual battle and that's something jesse does as well um is she 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 likes to go through that aspect which is which is and 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 she's coming from uh what you've been through and and that sra type stuff and and that's obviously a way bigger spiritual battle than a normal person would ever have to deal with right so i think it's very interesting to get your guys's um stories out first of all and also waking people up and showing people that this is real because if you say satanic ritual abuse to somebody that's in church they have no idea what that means and they they just think that because the uh the the media has done such a good job of the satanic panic and 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 the only stuff that the media shows are people that are you know maybe doing you know doing a killing like a teenager from watching heavy metal or something right they're not showing any side of this uh satanic ritual abuse Honestly, I didn't even really hear a lot about it until I started getting into the truther community and then also listening to um, uh, Emma's show and doing deep dives on it. Um, I knew there was a place called Mooney's Temple in, right where I used to live. Um, it was up in Crestline, uh, which is up in the mountains like you're talking about. And we used to be we used to never want to go there, but uh, we used to those stories about people disappearing and, and rituals being done up there. And then uh, Ted Gunderson, which was an FBI agent uh, did a, a cover on that place. And they were actually doing rituals up there. And, and, and all those, all those things that we thought were just um, stories were actually true. And I saw pictures of it, even though I never wanted to go there as a kid, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, and uh, it's 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 just that's just a little tiny sect, you know, of 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 that. So I can imagine. And then also, I'm sure that I, I mean, I'm not sure, but I, I would assume that you know this too. If you actually dig into those people that were responsible for, you know, claiming the satanic panic and saying that there were, you know, these false memories and things like that, look into those people. They they it's now proven flat out that those people were pedophiles and they were covering up for other pedophiles. It is, it is, there's, there's no question about it now. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it is pretty amazing how effective that is. Um, the media campaign to just quash, to, to quash all of this. And um, my guess is that there are literally millions, yeah. millions of survivors, millions. Oh, for of sure. That's my guess. I think it is so much more widespread than people um, want to talk about because, you know, I've even met people that I've known for, or I didn't meet them. I mean, I've known them for 10 years who later, when I started to come out and tell my story, told me that they were a survivor. And that's been my friend for 10 years. So it's so not talked about, um, you know, and it's so, you're so shut down when you do try to share about it. Um, that uh, I think people would be shocked that 
you probably have friends that you've known for years that are survivors but have never talked about it or never would talk about it because of many many reasons number one peeps people 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 will not believe you at first you know people will call you a conspiracy theorist um, people will shut you down people will flat out attack you um, but it is coming out and there are thousands and millions of survivors speaking out across the world and when we started to connect our stories and share our stories the commonalities literally across the globe you know same story same pattern same exact same thing happening with survivors in south africa survivors in new zealand australia um the united kingdom so that you know the other thing that i think the system wants to do is to make everybody feel like they are completely alone that they're the only one that's experienced whatever hell they've personally walked through when in fact it's that we we there there it, it's so prevalent in society that um and there's so many more of us really that's the other thing that they do not want people to know we we are so much more powerful and even if we didn't have the numbers we have jesus christ on our side and our heavenly father in heaven yes so what i would love to see is a spark to ignite across this country and this planet. The Christians that love the Lord, that understand the authority that you have legally, legally what Jesus did for us, start to use it. Because right now what I see is a lot of timid, timid, um, timid fear from the people who have every right to stand and claim Claim this land back by the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We reclaim this land. We evict the principalities and any entities, spirits falling under the command of Lucifer and his generals, Leviathan, all of them. We in the name of Jesus. Amen. Claim yes, and um. It also says in uh, Colossians that that all things were created uh, through Jesus, by Jesus, and for Jesus, right? So we got to understand that um, all things, right? So it even says principalities, you know. So it's really interesting. So um, we do need to know that. And and yeah, like I said, timid. There's no time for timidness. Um, I think that as we get into the end times, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. You know, um, it says uh, it'll be as as the days of Noah. And, uh, we know when Jesus comes back, right? So we got to understand in the days of Noah, it says that every thought, you know, every thought of everybody, like every thought was, 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 uh, was evil, you know? So, um, that's why when also the internet, they thought the internet was going to be great, you know, like, Hey, the internet's going to be great for, for their plan because then they could, they could make people, you know, stuck on the internet, but what they're not understanding is God is using the 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 bad for good, and and it's making it so that survivors like yourself are connecting, and you guys are able to come out and tell your story. And when you have all these stories, like you said, with commonalities, and you know coming out, then all these people that were evil, like God says that uh, 
all the secrets going to be shouted from the rooftops, right? That's what's happening right now with you guys coming out and speaking about this, which is, which I hope it helps you guys to talk about it. And the bravery of you guys is amazing for you to even be able to speak about this stuff. My sister went through, uh, not, not, not SRA, but you know, molestation and, uh, people on my family have gone through that, which I, I, I mean, it's, it's terrible from, from close knit people on my family, you know? So, and, uh, it's the same thing. Like, she didn't, she wasn't able to talk about it until later, the later years, maybe in her teens or, or 19 or 20, you know, but it's, it's like, it's just, it's just buried. And then it, it comes out. It's the same thing with you guys. Right. So just the, the memories get buried and then, uh, and then it comes out, you know? So, um, it's just, I, I think it's awesome how God uses, uh, the evil for, for good, you know? And, um, you guys are all getting together and be able to tell your story. Now you're coming out with a song, which is awesome. You know, that's amazing. That's going to be awesome. I'm really happy that that's going to happen. And um, once that comes out, just let me know. I'm going to put that on my YouTube for sure. You know, I'm going to share it. Well, thank you so much for your help and your support. Yeah, I'm very excited. We've got we've got a group of um, maybe there's like 11 or 12 survivors involved right now that are helping to create the song. And then, you know, um, it's very special and we we have started putting the track down and working on it we have a studio in Nashville that's helping us and um, Amy Pfeffer and Emma are helping me take the lead on that project um, awesome uh, we do have we have a give send go but we already have our big are we already have a first chunk of funding you know we got our first chunk so we've we're started already nice. um, I'm very very excited for that to come out we we're going to be making a video as well and everyone that um, is writing the song uh, and performing the song and is and in the video are going to be survivors of SRA and um, MK Ultra. So yeah, it's, it's really, a, it's a, it's a good thing <laughs> to have something positive to focus on and work on together. So yes. Yeah, um, yeah i'll yeah, let you know yeah please yeah keep me posted and um i think it's amazing so um we're coming up on about an hour and 10 minutes um uh so i want to definitely obviously have you on again to focus more on the mk ultra aspect but um uh i think this is a great show so far you kind of got you got you went into your testimony is is there anything else that you'd like to get into before we before we end no, I just, you know, I wanted to say thank you so much. It's people like you and platforms like you, you know, that have allowed so many of us to get our stories out. And I'm very grateful because I know it takes a lot of courage to do that as well. And and thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All glory to God. Uh, he's he's for even giving us a platform, you know, and this is all this is part of the uh the Christian aspect, the spiritual battle. This is the type of stuff we need to, you know, expose. Uh, in Ephesians, it says to expose the evil, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to put light where the roaches are and have them scatter. So this is the type of stuff that you guys do to let make these people scatter because they're like, they never thought any of this information would come out. They probably just thought they would get away with it, and it's no problem, you know. And now, excuse me, now you guys are are doing it on such a wide scale. You know, the Kathy O'Briens, the you yourself and Lisa and all these different, um, you know, truthers coming out. And, um, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's, it's really going to help. Uh, I hope it, it helps the parents to be able to see the signs and you guys are going to help a lot of people out. And, um, and that's what we need. We need to wake people up, you know, 
don't just go to church on Sundays and, and, and hear about evil, but not know that the evil is happening right there, you know? And, uh, I think, it, I think it's really amazing and you guys are doing a great job. So, um, and also I think it's good to spread awareness to the parents that don't know what's happening with their kids. And hopefully the people that are the Freemasons or whatever that they're, if they're, if they're allowing their kids to go through this, hopefully they also start feeling convicted about what they're doing and they, they, they stopped it, you know, put a stop to it. <clears throat> so, well, thank you so much. Uh, do you have any like social media you'd like to shout out or any, like anything that you'd like to shout out before we, we exit the podcast? If you're on, um, if you drop my link tree, maybe in the description, yeah, I will. Um, I'm on Twitter at well, it's a backup, but um, vibes b i b e s one o eight. Um, and then I'm on Truth Social at Quan Yin Q U A N Y I N one o eight. Okay. So, well, perfect. I'll I'll make sure I share your link tree on the on the bottom and then like I said it just once you, once your song comes out let me know so I could go to share that but like we always do we like to end this in prayer so uh, Father God in the name of Jesus thank you so much for everything you do for us we appreciate you um, and if you could yeah definitely please open up the eyes to to these people in these communities uh, we want to rebuke all principalities of evil um, any demons or demonic. Uh, activities happening in these cities lord if you could please open up the eyes of the parents uh please protect the children lord uh we know that the end times come and it, it's probably going to get uh the birth pains are going to get bigger and bigger and, and these people are going to try to act like they could get away with more and more but lord if you could please uh put a microscope on these people and and get them caught you know the pedophiles that are trying to do things to children you said that if you if you cause one of my ch children to stumble it's better to have a millstone around your neck and dropped in the deepest part of the ocean. Well, Lord, we ask that you please do that with these people. I mean, I don't want, I'm not trying to say for violence to happen to them, but I know spiritually they're going to end up in hell. And um, we fear uh, you who could kill the soul. We don't fear the ones that could kill the body. So uh, anybody that's in fear of these people, like, like um, Andy was saying, you know, in the, in the name of Jesus, there's so much power and Lord, we appreciate that. And if, if anybody out there, uh, is having spiritual battles, including myself or Andy. We just ask that you supernaturally break the chains. Uh, if any enemies are trying to attack uh, Andy or any of these survivors, Lord, we ask that you put a legion of angels around them to protect them, to shield them. We also ask that you, uh, you know, you help Andy and, and these survivors with this song that they're trying to put out. They're trying to do it for your glory, uh, not theirs, and they're trying to shine light on the situation, and and it's helping them get through. Um, psychologically and you know mentally that this this what they went through so we ask that you help them uh, make this song and anybody that needs to hear it lord please let them hear it and uh hopefully it gets out and and a lot of people uh, are more exposed to this stuff lord and ah uh, please just help the children that's what we want to ask anybody that's going through this right now uh we ask that you 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 heal them also andy if you could help heal her or anybody else that is involved in this uh sra abuse uh satan is just a terrible deceiving disgusting wicked uh actions that he's doing with these people lord we just ask that you please help them and we pray for our enemies too we pray for the people that are doing this to these kids we pray that you bring them to you and convict them, uh, either get them in prison or convict them spiritually to where they stop doing this. And maybe they speak out and, 
and whistleblow on this type of stuff. So thank you, God, for everything you do. We appreciate you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you, Andy. I really appreciate you coming on. This is an amazing show. And uh, everybody that's listening, if you guys could, you know, pray for her, uh, pray for all these people that are going through this and pray for the children. You know, we need that. We need you guys to step up like and uh, thank you so much for listening. If you could, please share the podcast. Give us a five star review and share it on, on YouTube. That really helps the algorithm and also comment below. We appreciate everything you do and check out um, Andy's link tree. It'll be linked below. We love you. God bless you.